Hi, everyone. So we have a special episode tonight. I don't normally do episodes in the evening, but it is for a um, a great reason, because the guest that I'm going to be bringing on is in high school. She's a senior and she has her whole life all filled up in a day. And so we had to bring her on tonight. But just before we start, let me do this. Oops, I had to play that twice for you because I love it. <laughs> See, things Hello. happen, even when I make mistakes. Hi, Avery. Hello. <laughs> I'm so excited, you guys, because I met Avery. God, I think it's been like two years now. Yeah. I think it's been two years where your mom and I went to an event in, I forget where we were. It was Virginia, and I forgot where we were going. It was a veterans military event, and she I brought you along. I think I think it was at the, at the bar that, like... Yeah, we went to the bar. It was the bar that we met, and people thought I was 20. Yeah. So we brought you into a bar, <laughs> and we started talking, and you showed me all your artwork, and I was just like, holy crap, this is amazing. Uh, but you were 16 at the time, so you are 18 now. You're a senior in high school. But you don't go to just any high school. You go to a specific school. So why don't you talk to us about that? Mm -hmm. I go to the Lab School of Washington, D.C., and it is a school for students with learning disabilities, such as ADHD, dyslexia, and other assortment of um, mental differences. Um, I deal with ADHD, dyslexia, and because of that, I've also gained a healthy dose of anxiety. So yay. <laughs> Oh, I, um, I appreciate you telling us that because we don't talk about it enough. Um, I wish that that conversation was, um, had a lot more. My son, we don't, we didn't really understand what he was going through, but he was going through for, for years. And I was fortunate enough to, his high school offered an IEP program to help him, um, get through some of that anxiety, but I wish there was more conversations about the schools that you went to. Do you feel like it's helped you a lot? Oh, tremendously. My, um, especially my mental health, it has gotten so like extremely, um, improved a lot better over the years since, um, being at a previous private school and a previous public school. Um, so it, so lab school has definitely helped me, um, get to where I am now, though the, the story of my book is actually before lab. It's, it's back when I was 14 years old, back in eighth grade at my previous school. So you, how, how were you dealing with all these issues that you were going through before? Were you writing? Were you drawing? How did you deal with that? Um, before the book, I never really, like, I didn't healthily deal with my, um, the issues that I was going, um, dealing with at the time, especially because my environment had got, had gained 
um, a tremendous amount of toxicity. Um, middle school, just need to say those two words. It's just <laughs> context enough, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, but I, I um, before the before the book, I just kind of I did mostly draw and did a few writings here and there. Um, I actually hated English before before um, uh, writing. It was a teacher that got me into it and and saw it kind of like the spark. And it's like, oh, this she she wants to do this. I'm gonna fe I'm gonna fester this. Um, and from that little spark, it kind of grew to what I have now. So thank thanks to um, that teacher back in my old school. She helped me kind of get the ball rolling, sort of. I really love that you had someone to help you do that. It's so hard to find those teachers that will give you that special attention and care and help prompt you to go after what they feel is best for you. It's sometimes it's, it's so difficult. So the, I know you have, I mean, your mom's incredible. So the support system that you have at home, how did they help you transition from the different schools into what you were going through? Um, I will definitely praise my parents for, for a little bit here because they do de deserve the praise. I'm looking at you, mother. <laughs> um, my parents are definitely fighters. They recognize that I needed not only to get out of my public school when I was when I was little, but also when I needed to leave my previous school, my first private one, because it just got so out of control. Um, my parents, they, I didn't really tell them a lot about my book as I was writing. I was just telling them like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this thing. I'm, I'm writing this, this, this little story. It's probably not going to be much. Um, and then my parents are like, oh, Avery, how about you start trying to publish it? And it never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> they got so excited for you, right? <laughs> They're they're very supportive. I'm very lucky and and I'm very happy that I was able to uh, that I'm that I'm able to have not dead yet. Um, <laughs> um, I'm very very lucky and happy that I was able to be gifted with such amazing parents. Um, I love them very deeply and they're very very supportive and they also they did they did push me to face my fears with publishing the book. Um, so yeah, I love that. When I saw your mom's post, I was freaking out and I messaged her immediately because had I had known you were working on the book ahead of time, I would have promoted the hell out of it. So, <laughs> uh, this is my way of going, all right, go big or go home. She's coming on the podcast. We're going to promote it this way. Cause I was freaking out. I was like, what? This is amazing. I'm, I'm so proud of you for everything that you've gone through and how you come how you came out of it now. Um, seeing my own kids go through their, their struggles, it hurts me. And I know it hurt your mom as a parent because you want to try to fix everything, but there's only so much you can fix. And yeah. so, you, you know, it, it's just amazing. So um, tell me about... Okay, well, now we're just going to have to talk about the book. Like, what prompted you to start writing it? So, 
Okay, so the story is definitely a little a little odd. If I have to go back to the very, very, very beginning, back when I was, I think, back when I was like thirteen, even before then, I it, it started with a. This is gonna sound so like childish. Um, a birthday party idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was thirteen or even younger when I thought of it. I was trying to think of like for a scavenger hunt to do for like my 13th birthday and then that passed because I have this bad habit of getting ideas and then dropping them um because I have so many ideas so um so often that I'm just like okay bam 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 and like most of them go on the ground um but then I then for some reason I kept going back to that idea of like this great evil and these heroes trying to like stop it and then it started to evolve and then i started to read this book series called wings of fire by 2t sutherland and it's this book series about dragons and that got me inspired i'm like oh i don't have to write about humans i can write about dragons <laughs> and then it just kind of stuck and it and it just evolved into what it is now and I actually wrote the plot um when I was in our West Virginian house and I was bored and I didn't know what to do so I'm like okay I guess I can just start writing this and it just again it just snowballed from from there that's um, awesome how did you come up with the title heart of the beast I think it was like, it was just a random idea I had. A lot of what is in the book were just random ideas, um, like the name for my villain. Uh, spoilers for for the name. Um, his name is Kolkar, and like Kolkar. And how I came up with that was thinking Kol, Car, Kolkar. That's literally how I thought of it. Just thinking of those two words and putting them together. Sometimes, um, no, go ahead. No, sorry. Um, I forget the original question. What was the question? Sorry. No, it's my brain, not yours. I was just going to say, sometimes what we think are crazy ideas evolve into something amazing. I mean, we just never know. It like comes out of nowhere, but then you create magic with it. So that's that's really cool that you did that what, how did you make the time to write because, or how long did it take you to write the book? Um, so from the original timeline, I started the first like paragraph, I would say in, in West Virginia during the summer before eighth grade. And then I dropped it. And of course I'm like, oh, I'm never going to pick this up back up again. Cause it was just a random, random thought thing. Um, cause, so, cause again, I hated, I didn't, I despised English at that age. I started to like it more and more cause I was reading more and more. I'm like, oh, I'm actually starting to like books. Um, and I'm starting to like writing, but then eighth grade hit. And then one day I just needed to do something. I had nothing to do. I didn't want to draw and I had nothing to write. And I, and I remembered I found this document. I remember I found I found the document, and I'm like, okay, I'll give 
sorry, I, I'll give this a shot. And then, again, snowball effect. <laughs> and it took me from September, I think that's when I fully started at September, to February 2nd. So it took me just like a few months to write the 127 pages of Heart of the Beast. That's um, incredible. Of, of, That's... The, of the original draft. There are going to be several rewrites in the future. <laughs> Did you? Are you the type of the person that writes and then edits right away? Or do you just write and then go back? I write and go back. Because um, the, the first draft, I thought it was incredible and amazing. And oh my gosh, this is going to like change the world. I look back on some of those parts that are still in there and I cringe. <laughs> I'm like, of course, I was 14. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did that with my book. I, I, was, I was blogging back in 2016 and I included some of that in my book, but even me reading what I wrote back then, I was like, oh my God. I was cringing. I was embarrassed. I was like, I did not write that, but I included it anyway, because that was part of my journey. So I can kind of understand where you're coming from going, did I really write that? <laughs> but then, yeah, you can see how you've grown since then. <laughs> and, it yeah. got, and it helped you continue to write now. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, like with art, it's like looking back at your old artwork and you're going like, Oh, god why did i draw like that was my style and when you look back on your writing you're like i'm just gonna slowly push that to the side no <laughs> one notice please no one look over here um but that also makes kind of the charm of heart of the beast too because it's kind of like a mishmash of me growing up because i started when i was 14 when i was a little when I was like a young teenager and I finished it when I was 18. So now it's like, you can definitely see where it, like there are parts where it like shifts around with the literature and it's like, oh, um, kind of like with um, JK Rowling's writing with the, with Harry, the Harry Potter books, you can see like the growth of the, of the writing, the more books you read, the further you go down in the, the series. That's kind of the same with like Heart of the Beast, but in a single book, you can see like different. Um, of course, I went through all the chapters and rewrote a lot of them to kind of try and like connect it all together. So there are definitely more parts that are rewritten than non rewritten, but there are definitely parts where it's like, hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot imagine have to have written a book when I was 18. I think I was still trying to figure out life. I don't know, but you are just like, you, you're you so mature for your age and you've gone through so much. It's it's just so incredible. You're an inspiration to other girls who wanna write. Thank I mean, you. Can, you, can you provide any um, words to those who are like i don't even know what to write about i don't know where to start what would you what would you tell another another 18 year old um well not just i wouldn't say just 18 year olds i would probably say this to about like anyone i love telling people writing advice it's a lot of fun to tell them some advice um i would definitely just say just go for it experiment like definitely like if you have a blurb in your head just write it 
and if yeah. you don't get back to it then you can get back to it later because i always like i have several google docs of like a half done like sentences of nothing and it's like okay i'm never gonna see that again <laughs> so always always experiment never be afraid to try different ideas and try different genres and try different like try poetry try um um fan fiction try um dystopian try western try pirate like try like anything to get your to get like the ideas from your head onto the paper um also graphs graphs are your best friend when plotting that when making a plot <laughs> wait wait what tell me about graphs um so so with so with like making a plot there's like i'm pretty sure like every high schooler and every person in like science or like any type of like english paper remembers these it's the center focus and then everything else around it um and i can already feel all the like the, the, the students going like no let me forget <laughs> um but it's really really good to use something like that to help plan out your and like keep track of everything um although i can keep, I, i'm really good at remembering like everything in a story that i've done but it's really helpful if you need to like write down your ideas so you can make way so you can make room for other stuff so what i did is i started with like the title in this in the center um also to answer your previous question heart of the beast because one of the characters is, is like beastly so i'm like okay and it's about like finding the heart of kindness and i'm like okay fine i'll call it heart of the beast because it's i don't know it's bleh. <laughs> um so what i did with with the graph so it's the, it's the title the title in the center i'm trying to focus on the camera here <laughs> um and then it would be connected so it'd be like chapter one and then the detail of what happens in chapter one then chapter two detail chapter three so on and so forth so it's title connected to it is the chapter and like the title of the chapter and then what happens in the chapter and then i do that for like everything else um and that helps because it gives me a skeleton to work with um and then <laughs> i work with analogy so this is gonna get really um humanly physical here so i had i had the skeleton and then the writing is kind of like building the muscle and um like the muscle and stuff of the body and then editing it is like putting putting the skin on. <laughs> I like that. That's a really good way of looking at it. <laughs> I would have never thought about that. And I like your graph idea. I didn't do that. I literally just did like a table of contents. Because <laughs> that's what I'm used to. But I like the graph. Like I want to write all over my wall because I want to, you want, you want a big dry erase board so you can just write it all over the place. That's a really, really good idea, though. I like that. And I like your advice because I think it can apply to anybody. And I, too, have a bunch of Google Docs. Like, I had, I have so many tabs open. I think that's why my other computer crashed. And now I still have it again. <laughs> I have, like, I don't even want to count how many tabs I have open because I want it all right there so I could just go to it. When I think of something, I just want to write it down. So yeah, yeah, I'm really bad. I'm really yeah, bad. But that's don't, don't don't. That's not a good idea to keep them open. <laughs> that's not, I know. To, to anyone who like is over tabbing and over apping their computer, 
Please don't. You're slowly <laughs> killing it. You're hurting it. Like, I see my teachers with all of these, like, hundreds of tabs, and I'm counting them, like, there's, like, 45 tabs open. I'm like, why? Can and then I... there's more, and I'm like, you're killing it. You're killing your computer. Oh, no. You're giving it a heart attack. Stop. I know you would think I would have learned from the last one. And I'm looking over here going, I need to close some of these like right now. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I will close them. <laughs> I will learn. I will learn at some point. But that's why we have Google Drive. So you can just go in at any time, right? Not keep it open. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I will say that Google Drive is amazing because it auto saves. But I will say that at a point, it will start to lag. If there's a large amount of like data in that one doc, it will lag so bad. You have to like type and then wait like a few seconds for it to load. So if you start to get to that point, go to Word. Because Word, I believe now Word is able to autosave, but always save your work just in case. Because once you go into Word, then it, the lag will go away. Like, it doesn't matter how big the document is. Um, Word will be able to handle it because it's just a hardier um, program. Thank you for <laughs> telling us that because... I need to listen. <laughs> I need to, I need to listen and I, and I will, I'm going to go close all these after this. Uh, <laughs> Your poor computer. I know, I know, I know it. I know, I know I'm killing it softly. Oh my God. So what do you plan on writing another book? Um, to be honest, I have no idea because, um, like, I would definitely like to write another book because um, I have a lot of story ideas that I actually, I have, I have a best friend and he's probably watching this, so hi, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we do stories together and we've done like, we've done like so many, I think we've done like over 20 now. And there's just like so much that um i could like we both could create from and i do want to turn those into like books and stories because um like they're 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 good stories and he and him and i have made like really really good stories together um but it's probably going to be under a different name other than ap sunstrom it's probably going to be because we actually came up with a um a duo name for, for us both, and it's gonna be Soren Weathers. I like it. Yeah. Um, shout out to you, friend. I know you're watching <laughs> this. You're amazing. Now that, you. now that you've manifested it and put it out into the world, we're gonna be looking for that. <laughs> um, no pressure. I, I won't I won't guarantee it won't be it won't be like coming out soon is gonna probably gonna be like 20 years until I probably do the next one. Because <laughs> um, just writing for me is like, I let, I let the story write itself kind of. It's very much, how I would describe it is, if it clicks, I run with it. Because mm -hmm. it's very based on like feeling that I have. The way that I did the characters is kind of how um, 
I got my inspiration from like how to, how to write characters from Rick Riordan, the author of Percy Jackson and like Heroes of Olympus, that, those kind of books. Uh, one of my favorites because how he writes his characters is really, really well done. Um, and how I did my characters is I would ask questions of like, okay, how would this character react in this situation? What's their personality going to react to this? Um, and that's how I was able to write my characters like that. Um, so it's, it's very like, it's hard to explain because how I, how I did it was I asked questions like, okay, what are the characters going to run into now? What, what is this? Um, it's also if, like, if I have the heart um, to do it too, if I have the drive to do it. And I've gotten that spark with, with a few things. Um, but surprisingly, since my life is more put together now, I haven't found time to write. Because <laughs> the main, the, how I was able to finish Heart of the Beast so quickly in just those few months is because I was basically writing every single day I was at school as an escape. I basically mm. used Heart, as a, Heart, Heart of the Beast to escape what I was surrounded by in eighth grade. Because um, it, so, it was so chaotic, I couldn't control anything. But this is the one thing I could control. And I basically just like dove into it. Um, but but overall, um, <laughs> take a while guess and say that's a cat. <laughs> My dog. Oh. <laughs> um, hello dog. <laughs> um, I, I will I will say that it probably won't come out. The next story probably won't come out until like very far down in the future because writing is more of a hobby than like a job for me personally i would rather do it as sort of oh something i like to enjoy than like oh i am doing this because it's my job no i can understand that because you have to you do you definitely have to have the drive and it has to be a passion for you to continue to do that so and it can be as a side thing but what leading into this next question so we will wait on the book but what do you what do you foresee will you graduate in may right yes so what are you what are you doing after that so I graduate in um, in in June, around um, June. So I was a month off. <laughs> um, so I graduate in June, and I will hopefully be going into um, Hofstra University on at Long Island, New York, and they have a creative writing um, um, curriculum that I can go into. And I'm going to take that as a minor and um, devote my major into um design um art design um and i'm and the reason why i want to do it as a minor is because i still love it i still want to learn how to do more um and get better at my hobby and get better at the craft i would love to do but overall i just want to i just know that um writing for me is not a really a job it's just something to express myself through because it's way of of kind of like showing the inner part of who I am. And that's kind of why I mostly use anthropomorphic characters instead of people. Because to me, and, I, and this is kind of my motto, animals are easier than people. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, so what do you want to major in? 
So I want to major in art design or digital art design. Okay. Um, and I am even like hoping to work for Netflix one day to probably go into like some type of like character design or or something with their company. Uh, so that's kind of where I am at right now. I'm hopefully going to go into Hofstra University and get a degree in digital art and a minor in um, creative writing and kind of see where my life goes on with that. So I'm, I'm pretty excited and also nervous because I have to find a roommate really soon. <laughs> so have yeah. you applied? Have you sent in your applications? Yes, I sent in my application for actually all three of my colleges. I'm picking Hofstra as my top one since I love it so much. And I was accepted with a scholarship as well. So I'm very proud of that without taking the SATs too. So I'm definitely proud of that too. Oh my God. Congratulations. Thank you. That is so exciting. And I love your choices. I love the creative. I should have, I should have known. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, the, the art. And I love that you can also take creative writing too, because man, you're going to be able to do so much with that. I'm so excited to see what you're going to do. This is so cool. I'll wait for all your mom's Facebook posts so I can, <laughs> I can keep up with oh, just just wait for the string of like Hofstra student posts of like, look at my daughter and me slowly going, please stop. I know. I know. My kids say that too. Mom, why'd you put that on Facebook? Because I'm proud and the world needs to know. So <laughs> I see you nodding back there. <laughs> That's the only way we can share it in, in, unless we go outside and yell it. So, I mean, Facebook is another way of us yelling it to the world. So yeah, that's just what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. I adore her. She is, huh. she is my, she's been my rock through so much of, of what I've gone through, mostly through school. And she has been my, as you say, sorry for the, sorry for going um, a bit languagey here, the good kick in the ass I need a few times. <laughs> And I love her for that because she doesn't she doesn't hold back and she tells me what I need to hear. Um, and <laughs> um, she's currently behind the screen, so I'm looking at her. Um, <laughs> but I love her. I adore her. And I, I also love my dad, too, because he's also a good um, hard hard wall to 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 love. And he gives me the straight facts. And my mom is like, OK, let's talk about the emotional side now. <laughs> I do that too. It's all about the emotions. <laughs> I love how much you're praising your parents at, at this age, because I can barely have my son give me a hug. He's not home right now, so he can't hear me, but he's just like that tough, tough 18 year old or no, he's 19, tough 19 year old. Who's like, I'm an adult and don't show emotion. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> So I'll I, show it eventually. <laughs> and it'll come. And it'll come. So I I love that. And I'm sure your mom's smiling big. I adore her. She's been my biggest supporter. So I yeah, I can I can praise on her too because she's she's awesome. But Avery, I am I'm literally I, I am genuinely so proud of you. Um Thank like you. I said, I freaked out when I saw her post and messaged her immediately. I um I can't wait to see what you do. Even if you don't write a book for another 15 years, I'm still going to see it on Facebook. So, um 
Uh, I can't, I can't wait, but keep in touch with us on your journey. Uh, for everyone that's watching or listening, go to Amazon and look for Heart of the Beast by A.P. Sternstrom. Stenstrom. 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 I know, and I have my glasses on. Oh my God, that's embarrassing. Don't, don't worry. Sten my Stenstrom. name has been... My name has been butchered. I've been called Steinstrom, Stenstorm, and then like, it's easy to, it's how it, say it how it's spelled. It's not, <laughs> um, but it's um, Stenstrom, S-T-E-N-S-T-R-O-M. Yes. Um, A-P Stenstrom, that is, and I recommend searching by author name because Heart of the Beast, if you look it up, you have to scroll a bit to find it um but look up definite but yeah <laughs> that <laughs> i'm good at this <laughs> i i'm sorry i didn't get a chance to order in advance because i literally just asked your mom like monday i think so um i did not get a i was not able to get a copy yet but i will and i will actually we gotta talk i want you to autograph it so we gotta figure that <laughs> out you. we need to autograph it and and uh hey kendall I need an autograph book. <laughs> we got you covered. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on here. I'm so excited for you. I'm proud of you. Congratulations on everything. And yes, keep in touch with us so that you can come back on and be like, hey, I'm famous. <laughs> so <laughs> no, <it's> never, no. <laughs> no, no famous. No sure famous. I get famous about about stories about anthropomorphic rainbow colored dogs. I'm pretty sure I won't get famous on that. You might because you'll be drawing it for Netflix. So oh, let's just say it now. <laughs> Netflix, oh, she's, Netflix, she's coming for you. So. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, no. In a good way. In a good way. <laughs> Thank you. And, and thank you so much for having me. When, when my mom said like, oh, do you want to be on a podcast? I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> they want to middle me on a what? <laughs> um, but thank you. Thank you so much. I, um, I appreciate it a lot. And I hope, I hope your journey goes well too. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. All right, everybody that's watching on YouTube or on Facebook or listening on all the places you can stream. A.P. Stenstrom for Heart of the Beast. Follow her and support her and applaud her. So thank you so much. Thank you. Farewell.